Hello and welcome to the Light Seekers Lounge. I'm Annie Love and this is episode 111. Gosh, I love angel numbers. I feel like I've been seeing them everywhere lately. If you have no idea what I'm on about, it's when numbers are repeated. So perhaps you look at the clock and it's 2.22 p.m. or you see a letterbox and it's number 444. Anyway, the spiritual meaning apparently of 111 or 111 according to the interwebs is a sign that new opportunities are on the way or that this is the start of a new beginning. It's likely a sign to trust what's happening in your life and recent ideas you've been having. So I think it's a pretty perfect way to start off season six of the podcast with episode 111, the start of a new beginning. Our kids went back to school last week and look, it was a little bit bumpy, but I feel like we're off to a stronger start in week two, thankfully. Last week was only three days due to public holidays, so I considered it a trial run and we all had to ease into it in our own ways. I know that other states are returning to school this week and I'm sending all my love to you if you need a little extra. If you're already back in the swing of school for the year, I hope it's been a smooth transition so far. I also hope that you are easing into this year at your own pace so far and in a way that has felt good for you. I know there can be a tendency to kick off the new year and get to February and feel like we're behind and we have so much to catch up on and that little voice goes a little bit crazy This is just your loving reminder that you are not behind. You are exactly where you need to be. This year has only just begun. Now, in this short solo episode to officially kick off 2024 and season six, I wanted to talk about what I've chosen as my word of the year for this year, what it means to me and how it's shaping my year. And then next week I'll share with you my approach to planning and goal setting for 2024. Are you in? Great, let's dive in. Hello, fellow seeker of light, and welcome to the Light Seekers Lounge. I'm Annie Love, and I'm a certified coach for incredible humans who want to build wholehearted businesses. I help them master their mindset, create simple strategies, and take meaningful action towards their goals in a soul nourishing way that honors their business, their family, and most importantly, themselves. I'm also a wife and a mom to three gorgeous boys. Our parenting journey has been well, a bit of a roller coaster. And while our family has navigated some pretty tumultuous times, I've learned just how important it is to keep seeking the light and the joy. Even in the midst of darkness, I believe that we can find light on the other side, even if the landscape is different to how we expected it to look. Here in the Light Seekers Lounge, we're going to share stories and conversations about how we create our best life, even when things feel hard. Thank you for being a light seeker with me. I am so glad you're here. Now, let's get on with the show. I have been choosing a word of the year for a pretty long time now. I've got a list that dates back to 2013. If you're not familiar with the concept of word of the year, it's basically to choose a word as a guiding light for your year ahead. 
I suppose it's an alternative to setting New Year's resolutions, which we all know really last past about the 5th of January. I, I love choosing a word of the year because it's more about setting an intention for the year ahead about what I want to call in and how I want to feel. Sarah Waite on her website says, simply put, a word of the year is a focus point. It's a mindset and a small area for you to fix your mind on when everything gets too much or too overwhelming throughout the year. And the idea is it should bring you back to where you need to focus again. So for some people, word of the year might be a single word and for others, a quote or a question or a number of words. Sometimes for me, the word feels really resonant and I remember it all year. Sometimes I choose it and I forget what it was by the end of the year, actually usually by about May. (laughs) Sometimes I struggle to find a word and other years it chooses me. It just drops in and I know that it's the right one for me in that moment. This year was one of those times where it just dropped in and I knew that it was the right one. For 2024, my word of the year, I feel like I need a drum roll here, is delight. I just love the word delight and I already feel like it's guiding me. So I want to share what it means to me and how it is guiding me so far this year. The definition of delight is great pleasure and I'm all for greater pleasure in life. For me, It means to look for opportunities for greater pleasure, fun and lightness in both life and business and to let delight be the driver rather than waiting for it to happen if there's any spare time or capacity. It means asking the question, how can I tap into more delight? How can I make space for it? I know that there are years where I've thought about having words like visibility or consistency and look, they're not wrong, but essentially they're words that to me feel a bit bossy, like there's a standard that I should be living up to. And for me, that's not the vibe of the word of the year. I want it to inspire me and delight feels like a really good choice as a word to inspire. So just to give you some examples of how this is playing out for me so far as my word of the year, one of the ways I want to access more delight this year is through creativity. The very first book I read this year is a beautiful book by the amazing Australian author Holly Ringland called The House That Joya Built. It has the most amazing, gorgeous cover too. Now, Holly has written novels such as The Lost Flowers of Alice Hart and The Seven Skins of Esther Wilding. And The Lost Flowers was recently turned into a series on Prime Video, so by all accounts she's had some great success with her writing career so far. The House That Joy Built is all about Holly's often tumultuous journey with creativity and writing and self-belief and dealing with past traumas that have impacted her creativity. It was honest and raw and real and I found it really impactful and it definitely inspired me to tap back into more creativity in my life. It has inspired me to pull out and play with my watercolour paints more, to write more and use my iPad and Apple Pencil for more digital art creations. There's an iconic book called The Artist Way by Julia Cameron. I love it. 
And one of her tips for boosting creativity is to go on regular solo artist dates to places that inspire you. So I'm also starting to think about where I can go, places that fill me up, like the library or catching a bus into the art gallery, which is on the Brisbane River near the city. Every now and again, I go and read some of the blog posts I wrote on the Mama Love blog since 2011 and I fall down the rabbit hole, (laughs) like today when I was looking for reminders of the words that I'd chosen over the past 11 years. I also found some photos of the beautiful vision boards I'd created around my word of the year too. So fun. It honestly gives me such a warm and fuzzy feeling reading over all the words and photos shared on the blog over a decade. And a bit nostalgic for that time of life where blogging was cool and it's a bustling blogging community that I was part of. It's also such an amazing time capsule of moments when our boys were little. And I know that there were plenty of times where I put a lot of pressure on myself to write when I didn't actually have a lot of time and I felt pretty exhausted raising three small boys. And also I loved it and I'm so grateful to past me for doing it. I, I really want to tap into that joy of writing and taking photographs again, tapping into that energy of delight. On the home front, I really want to create more cosy spaces this year. And the first step for me has been putting up photos and artwork on the walls of the home we moved into last February. Ben and I are both big fans of being in a home that feels like us that feels lived in without being cluttered, that has art and things that we love, rather than having pieces that feel like we're trying to recreate a display home or have art for art's sake. We have loads of framed prints and beautiful photos that have been sitting in boxes since we moved in, and to be honest, I felt a bit tentative to get them up, feeling like I needed more of a plan for things you know, where they needed to go or that I didn't have the skills to get them up properly. And look, there's definitely a few larger pieces that we will need added assistance with. But last weekend, we just started hammering nails into walls. We put up some frames in Ben's study first and then I just went a bit nuts getting things up on my office walls too. We created a monster, really. I was, it was so fun. I put up the certificate from my business degree that had not seen the light of day for a very long time and beautiful prints and gifts I've been given over time. I was so proud of myself for just getting it done. Progress over perfection style. It brought me great delight to make it happen and it continues to do so whenever I look at my walls. I'm also approaching my work with more delight this year. I mean, coaching brilliant women always brings me great delight, but I've decided to look at my marketing and content creation in a different way this year. Less rules, more fun and delight. Less worrying about what the best time for posting is and what I should be saying and what formula to follow and more storytelling and talking about things that bring me joy more tapping into who I truly am, more photos of me, more videos of me bomb diving into the pool. (laughs) If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that one soon. I am a firm believer that if we focus on what truly lights us up and brings us joy and makes us feel good, that energy filters out over the rest of what we do. There's a ripple effect. I am calling in an energy of delight this year. 
Does that mean only delightful things will happen this year? No. There's already been some pretty undelightful things that have presented so far in 2024. But it makes me work harder to find the joy and the delight in little things, to bring more joy and delight into hard situations, to create more space for delight. Does that mean I can only do delightful and fun things and there's no structure or systems? No, also no. I heard this great analogy recently. If you can picture a river, we need the strong, sturdy banks of the river as a container to be able to allow the water to flow along it. And I really do believe that we need systems and structure in order to support our creative flow as well. I don't know about you, but I actually find great delight in systems and structures. Like just around the house lately, you know, as we, uh, you know, get back into a little bit more of a routine where we we have a bit of a, a meal plan going on, I actually am quite delighted by those things. Maybe that's just me though. In terms of keeping reminders of my word of the year nearby, I've created a vision board on Canva that I use as the desktop on my laptop, which includes the word delight in it. And I also have a handwritten delight up on the collage wall in my office. As I've asked people their word of the year or seen them being shared on social media, I've definitely noticed a theme. Of course, I could just be biased, but I do feel like there are more words around that concept of play and lightness this year. Maybe we're all just ready for things to be a bit more fun in 2024. So what about you? Have you chosen a word for the year yet? If you have, I'd love to know what it is. Send me a DM on Instagram or jump into the Light Seekers Lounge Facebook group and share it with me. If you haven't chosen a word but you want to and you feel like you need some help, I'll put a link into the show notes for a resource by Susanna Conway that I found really helpful a few years ago when I was having trouble coming up with a word. All right, that's it from me this week. I hope you delighted in this episode. (laughs) Sorry, couldn't help myself. I'll be back again next week with another solo episode on how I'm approaching goal setting and planning for the year ahead. Have the most beautiful week and I will see you again very soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Light Seekers Lounge podcast. I am so grateful to have you here. If you loved the show, it would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. I would love to continue the conversation with you. So come on over and join the Light Seekers Lounge Facebook group or come say hi to me on Instagram at annielove.coach. Talk to you soon.